The Shawn Michaels versus Mankind match from Mind Games 1996, which, by the way, had the best logo in the history of the WWF's pay-per-views, was a phenomenal success in a couple of different ways. The match was supposed to be Michaels versus Vader. They built that storyline up. That was obviously the direction they were going. Vader wasn't quite over to the degree they wanted. Even though they had a great introduction beating up a gorilla monsoon. And Monsoon laid in some great chops on Vader's chest, but that's neither here nor there. Mankind was obviously the hot commodity. And they were in Philadelphia, which had been giving ECW chance and making things really messy for the WWF at that point. I'm thinking of the King of the Ring 95 show, which was kind of brutal on guys. ECW chance everywhere. So they needed to sort of address that, but indirectly. And they did by having Mick Foley as Mankind in the main event. Michael's and Foley's styles are so different, and they mesh so nicely. Michael's, he doesn't make a lot look easy. He makes it look hard, but he manages it, and it's amazing. Foley turns everything into sort of a a scrappy sort of intensity, and those, those styles mesh really well. And there are a couple of moments that just blow my mind to this day. When Mankind takes the bump off of the apron and goes through the table head first, nutty. When Mankind gives Michaels the swinging neckbreaker, I guess it's technically a running neckbreaker or something like that, on the outside, and he times it perfectly so that Michaels is on the bare concrete and he's on the little blue mat. That sort of detail is ideal. That's exactly what these matches are supposed to do. What's impressive about this match isn't just that it's Michaels versus Mankind. That alone is great. It's that it's Michaels performing at the highest level of his career until probably 2003-04. Once he'd knocked all the ring rust off, he was solid. Probably the best of his career. But here in 96, he was doing spectacular stuff. Against Mankind, who was who was beat up, but knew how to make everything he did look great. His pile driver that he gives to Michaels, phenomenal. It's exactly what you wanted. He did a uh, really neat sort of double-leg takedown that was great. Just spectacular. He actually wrestled a lot more in this one than, you know, you might expect from a match that was designed to be a brawl. To keep the Philadelphia fans at bay, more or less. He was strong. And one thing that people sort of miss about Mankind is that he wasn't just about taking the big bumps. Though, yeah, he took the big bumps. He was also about putting together a story told through intensity. And this is one of the reasons why it worked so well with The Rock. When Rocky and Mick... Rock absolutely drips intensity. Amazing amounts of intensity. And Mick could play with that. And could amplify that intensity. And he was great at it. I uh, Same thing with Triple H. Triple H, in my eyes, will always be a slightly lesser rock. But that's partly because they trade in the same goods. And Mick had great matches with both of them. Made them both look absolutely like champions who deserve to be where they are. What's fascinating about this match is I consider it a five-star match. It's endlessly watchable. It's long. It's something like 25, maybe even 30 minutes. 
it doesn't feel that long. Because you always want to see what's next. You always want to see how Mick responds to Sean's offense. You want to see how Sean responds to this offense that he's not had to deal with, really, in his career. This is a style of offense that we were seeing face Shawn Michaels for the first time. And this was my match of the year for 96. And that's saying something. I was watching a lot of All Japan at that point. And Misawa, Kobashi, Tawe, and Kawada were on an absolute roll. But this match, really, to me, blew them all away because of that contrast and intensity that was brought to this match. It had me just absolutely frothing how great it was. And let's not forget, you had WCW doing great stuff with Benoit, uh, the Benoit-Sullivan brawl. I think it was at Bash at the Beach. That was a fantastic match, one of my favorites. I can watch that, you know, three or four times a year. But this match was phenomenally good. And even though we didn't get a finish, Vader ran in. Of course, he got punched off. At this point, I'd forgotten, actually, when I rewatched it, I'd forgotten that Paul Bearer uh, was managing Mankind at that time and had brought out the coffin with him. And, of course, after uh, Sean has knocked Vader out and uh, Psycho Sid, of all people, has come and throw terrible, ugly, messy punches to clear uh, Vader out of there, the next thing we see is the casket open and Undertaker's in there. He sits up and he punches around uh, Mick Foley a few times. It's a great little spot. It really it really is. And I think that's what set up the stage of the feud that we got that led to the Hell in the Cell. This match is definitely one of the matches that should have won match of the year, and in another year would have. Even without a finish, it was spectacularly good and endlessly watchable. There are just some great moments there. Mankind trying to suplex Sean off the top, and he twists and lands on him while he go- and they both go through the table. A phenomenal spot. For the time, huge. There's Mankind taking the uh, drop toe hold and going into the steel steps. There's Mankind being Mankind, honestly. And there's Sean working like Sean. Even the great Sean's on the top rope and does a... Uh, a flying body press off the top instead of a moonsault, which was an interesting take. Even that was great. All of this match combined, if you take it as one unit, is a phenomenal match. But what we were seeing was the start of the Attitude Era, and Mick Foley had made that possible. This was a combination scientific and brawl, all together as one match. And that's utterly key to making the idea of the Attitude Era work. It was that combination. It was that contrast. It was the ability to take great workers like Michaels and great brawlers like Mankind and combine them, sometimes in one person. I would say Triple H certainly qualifies under that. And this match is well worth watching. It's on the WWE Network. In Your House, Mind Games, October 1996. So definitely give it a watch. Thanks for listening.